Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get it. Man, it feels good to be back. Take a day off. It feels like being wanting to get back from vacation. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the DMBA show. Let's go. Let's go. AKA the DMBR Nuggets podcast presented by Bet365. Never ordinary. Certainly not today. I'm serious, man. It feels good to be back. You miss a couple days. Or you miss one day of the show. And you're kind of like, I'm itching to get back. At least that's how I feel. Itching to get back to talk nugs. Through the days off, there's all these things you're like, man, I wish we were doing a show today to talk about that. <laughs> well, a day late, but not a dollar short. To help me out, bread and vote. Speaking well, of short. Well, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Coming with some. He's right. I'm, I'm the shorter one. Sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> no, it's good. It was good. It was good. Hi. Did Hi, I everyone. take away your thunder yeah, idea? Totally I just totally no, you're good. chopped you I with like the it. knees. I like it. Which would make you even shorter. Oh, Over here, Harrison Wind. What's going on, guys? I'm also thrilled to be here. Very happy to be here. Always happy, always ready, always prepared, Harrison Wynn. We have practice notes today as the Denver Nuggets practice. Michael Malone in a chipper mood, or was he grouchy? Do we read into that? Plus, Jokic is sending messages, literally and figuratively sending messages to the league, to his teammates right now. Draymond Green, love him or hate him, had some very, not just nice things to say about the Nuggets, but very insightful Uh and interesting things to say about the Nuggets. And then we're going to talk about the top five Jokic raconteurs. Did I say that word right? I think so. It's I not- don't know how you say it in the first place, so I'll say yes. <laughs> I like the way that who you Who do say we it. like when, when you hear, oh, so-and-so is talking about Jokic, who do you like go like, oh, hell, I got to hear that. Yeah. And then to round out the show today, we're going to talk about the Clippers rebranding into a new version of the Clippers, which feels fitting. Feels so fitting. We well, might also have some leaks of the Nuggets group text. We might have some, t- there. you know what, Yoke sending messages, we might have that coming up very, very quickly. But first, take us to practice today, Harrison Wind. You were there. You were interviewing the players. Yeah. Well, to start with Michael Malone, he had a bit of an edge to him at practice today, I'll say. Focus, locked in. And I wonder if it has anything to do with the Nuggets playing the Kings tomorrow. Do you think he still has these feelings? I don't know, It's man. been so long. He won I a championship. Well, this time it's probably about the way the... the Kings games went this year. Yeah, they are 0 and 3 against the Kings this year. What are they? Honestly, I bet you they have the worst record against the Kings of any team. They're definitely like well below 500 against the Kings, right? Yoke's going to, in his Hall of Fame speech, he's going to mention this. He's going to be like, and by the way, I threw all the Kings games just to piss you off. It was my little. I just wanted to see your reaction to him. Um, Sabonis actually had no chance against me. I just made it look that way. (laughs) Have you seen the triple-double numbers Sabonis putting up lately? Have I seen? Bro had a triple-double in the third quarter last night. In a loss. 
Yep. By the way, I support Sabonis triple double hunting. Anything to tell your grandkids one day, like, oh, you. Jokic, the greatest player of all time. You know that one year I had more triple doubles than he did. That's worth it, man. I don't. It's going to be a hell of a race. Actually, I'm excited for it. Do you think both guys get a triple double tomorrow? Oh yeah, I think so too. Absolutely, they're, they're in a zone. Right? It's written so, in the stars. I think Sabonis knows the exact count of this race. But real quick on Malone's grouchiness, I always say that Malone's in a good mood when he feels good about his team, and then yeah. he's in a grouchy mood when he senses maybe something's off. That's probably too reductive. Like sometimes people are just in bad moods. You know, sure. like that happens. But I will say, Nuggets are playing great. Zeke Naji's playing Zeke great. Zeke playing. The bench is looking. What could there be to be grouchy about right now? So, bad practice. Who knows? But Malone grouchy was definitely not on my bingo yeah. card today. Well, the Kings do present some problems for any defense they play. They've presented problems for the Nuggets this year. De'Aaron Fox, tough to stop. And Malone shouted out Kevin Herter as well. Oh, yeah. As somebody who's really hurt them in, a, in the past because... Pride of Western New York. As he was talking about today, you're so focused on Deer and Fox and Sabonis, that two-man game, all the DHOs they run, sometimes in a similar way to the Nuggets. And then you got a great spot-up shooter there that you got to worry about as well. So, Kevin Herter, very top of the Nuggets defensive game plan tomorrow, containing right. him. There you go. Uh, we also talked with KCP who had the best bit of insight from today's practice. And he shared with us that after the All-Star game, mm -hmm. immediately after the All-Star game, Nikola Jokic sent a text message to the rest of his teammates, dropped a little note in the group chat um, about the stretch run. And KCP did not want to divulge a lot of details about what the text message did say, but he did say that, it got everybody motivated, and we're looking forward to winning another championship. KCP said, we already knew what his mindset was and how he was going to come in after the All-Star break. But it seems like this was a, um, a very direct, succinct, pointed message from Nikola Jokic about, you know, what time of year it is. So... I think that Jokic, you know, he's not a lead, vocal leader. He's a lead-by-example guy. I think that at least part of this has to do with the fact that he doesn't feel comfortable speaking English. You know, he says some really interesting things, but he mutters them, right? Like, he'll, it takes him a while. He'll, ums, he does a lot of that. But I imagine when he wants to, he can get a text. You know what I mean? Like, I, because he, and when he speaks in his native tongue, if you ever see the translated quotes, they're actually beautiful. He's kind of a poet. He's got a little poetry to him. And I'll bet you that he had something like, like, I'll bet you it was a very, um, for him, by his standard, a very articulate text yeah. that was like, you know what? And because we say fired up, it's not just like, hey, guys, championship, we can do this. Come on. I'll bet he had something very, very specific and detailed that made the guys think, all right. Yeah. And I do think when the, a player of that gravitas and, and caliber and magnitude isn't necessarily your vocal leader, if you have a supporting ecosystem for that, Michael Malone, Jamal Murray, guys who can kind of be more of that front-facing kind of leader, I would imagine that the rare texts and messages and explicit statements from Jokic go a long way. Right, like it's not like every month he's sending this type of text. No, to be so to put it more simply, I'm thinking you get a text from Jokic and you're ready to run through a wall. You know, I, and maybe not everyone down to down to a man, but I would imagine that there is some power. In, in him speaking to the team in that way and that people probably that you probably look at that one and internalize it more than you do 
from those you hear every day. I got to know what was said, man. I got to know. I know, man. Wouldn't you love to know? It's like... I love that KCP shared this because it's so fun to think about. But at the same time, it's like excruciating to think about. I want to know. Yeah, me too. He's like, hey, man, I was just at the All-Star game. These guys are deeply unserious. Let's just get it together and let's go win another one. And I wonder if they're, you know, this is Yoke's first All-Star. I I didn't think about this until you just said this. This is his first All-Star as the reigning NBA champion. Think about it. Every other year he's been there. There has been a, I'm sure, some kind of thoughts about him and maybe even things expressed. He was picked last. He had to pick himself just not to be last. You know, there's that undertone. But I wonder if there is a little different of like, oh, here comes Joker, the reigning NBA champion who just steamrolled everybody that's in this room. Like they all just got clowned by him in the playoffs. And I wonder if there is a little bit, you know, it was probably a different experience. I don't think anybody's asked him that question. But I'll bet it was a different experience for him this year than it was in the previous ones. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you don't think? I, I mean, he is so... He is, like, out of the main club at All-Star Weekend, I feel like. He's in the, you know, the other group with him and Luca. Sure. Maybe Giannis in that group, too. But uh, he's out of the main club of, like, LeBron, KD. But there's a difference. I don't think that they're going to treat him Brown. like friends, like that, that's never going to happen. But I just mean, like a little more. Oh, Joker. Now he's like, it's like the wire. He's, uh, you know, he's Omar. He might be an outcast, but rather than it be a clown, it's like, oh crap, here come, here he comes. You know what I mean? I think it's more like, all right, yeah. I got to be cool with this guy. Cause I'm yeah. a little skilled. Like that guy kind of yeah, clowned me last that, year. Yeah. And that's all I mean. And look, Jokic, I think has great intuition just as like a, at least as a basketball player, I have no idea about a person, but I wonder if he just senses those horrible intuition as a person. It's entirely possible, right? Such a funny twist. (laughs) Just can't make a good decision off the court. Just misreads every circumstance. He's like, I thought just can't read any social. LeBron's my best friend. Man, guys loves me, man. He's like, Bron, we going out tonight? Yeah. Here's a funny, Jermichael Green hated him. I want to play with you forever. Hey, Jermichael Green got out of here as First chance as he could get. As he so could. He, I mean, he had some nice quotes about the next team. I'm just saying. Yeah. Just Do you kidding. speculate, though, at all, Harrison, what could have been on those text messages specifically? So I I think for real it was probably just something like, all right, guys, we got 27 games left to go. Let's lock in. Like, we know what we have to do. We know what our mission is this season. I bet it was something along those lines. That's so bland, man. I, I, uh, you think it was something more than that? Again, I think that Yoke, just because I know in his native tongue, like here's, here's what I mean, and maybe it's just Serbian speak this way. I'm not sure. Tell, help me out in the chat. But when you translate some of his things. Proverbs. Yeah, they're like little proverbs. <laughs> might, you know what I mean? Serbian. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing is just proverbs. Where every now and then he's like, oh, a blade of grass cannot be cut until <laughs> yeah. it's reached its height. Yeah. And you're like, what? He's right. like, oh, that's a saying we have. Yeah. And I just wonder if he had it, pulled a couple of those out in a way that we're like, the team was like, you know what? That is true. We are a tree that grows in the forest taller than the. Yeah, like where does the goat drink from the Larry <laughs> O'Brien trophy? <laughs> there, he did this to his <laughs> teammates. Um, I don't know. I thought I was trying to lead to your bit. Oh, gotcha. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just going to lead that in on your own. But uh, I was scrambling for serious analysis. I was like, oh, I, no. I thought you wanted I thought genuinely serious I thought serious we did analysis. the serious part already. Right. But if you have more serious, you could do that before we get to yeah. the lesser serious. But, I, I mean, I think it was probably along those lines. Maybe also, like, you know, maybe he dropped a little 
Hashtag Project Dynasty. I don't. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> can you look, guys? All the Nuggets are good. You know, like look. I've been watching the DNBA show, and they're pumped. <laughs> yeah. So that would be incredible. We been at that but point. we might have been sent a couple leaks from the Nuggets group chat. We do have a couple people on the inside. I don't want to get in trouble. We for got some this leaks out. here. Oh man, those are so tiny. Uh, good this luck. This one comes from the Nuggets group chat, and um, <laughs> it's so tiny. Nicole Jokic after the All-Star game, just making sure everybody's uh, clued into the horse racing circuit in Serbia. Yeah, Bruno Lamar. Bruno Lamar, big yeah. race coming up. He wants to make sure everybody's locked in. Zeke Naji says he's locked in. <laughs> There's no way Zeke responds that quickly, though, actually, now that I think of it. If it's Jokic, I bet he does. Oh, maybe. He's the first one to answer. Colin Gillespie, like, 10 seconds later. <laughs> yeah, it's like when your boss DMs you, you know, you got to respond to that. <laughs> Like, quickly. Like, is that right? <laughs> is that right? <laughs> At least there's some kind of pressure, you know? Yeah. So um, that could have been it. You know, Brucey B somehow still in this group <laughs> chat. He's into it. Dude, poor Brucey B, by the way. Not really playing that great with the Raptors. I think he's very sad to have gotten traded to Toronto and stuck there. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I can help a contender. I can't help these dudes. I know. Well, they're actually playing okay. This know, is the thing is he went to a team with a bunch he's of young guys. Well. They're playing well. And he's like, what am I doing here? You know what, Bruce? Just check your bank account. All yeah, is well. True. All is well. Yeah. This was another leak from the group chat, actually. Uh, but this one was supposed to be sent just to Luka Doncic. <laughs> he abs- accidentally dropped it in the whole group chat. <laughs> Zeke, Zeke immediately. <laughs> yeah. Zeke's just locked into this group chat. I do like Christian Brown Project Dynasty. Let's go. Yeah. Who do you think uses the most emojis? Is emojis a Gen Z thing? I feel like it, you know millennials might be the more uh, emoji. I'm learning this as I hang around more more Gen Zs. Emojis are out. You're saying? I'm just, remember when someone told us reaction gifts are out? They're like, dude, are you're, you seem so old when you're using a reaction gift. So I'm like, dude, you guys have ruined everything fun. Yeah. It happens quick. It That's happens all quick. I mean. Who uses the most emo- I mean, P-Watt's probably dropping the eight ball after every text yeah, he yeah. sends. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Bones used a lot, too, back in his day. <laughs> he's just got it automatically. Like, oh. uh, He's just written it into like the code on yeah. his iPhone where yeah. after every text, it's just the eight ball. Yeah. Um, there was a couple more leaks from the group chat as well. Uh, which one is this here? <laughs> I can't see. Um, it's time to lock in. Oh, this might've been the actual one. Yeah. This is actually what might've been said. Uh, Jokic just telling everybody it's time to lock in. Brucey B also locked in. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, man? Yeah. And then I think we did get one more leak as well. Uh, Joker just genuinely asking, how do we improve All-Star Week? I, I love that Yoke might actually secretly behind the scenes really cares about All-Star Weekend. Yeah. He just wants <laughs> to make to the weekend better, wants to improve the game. Yeah. Uh, AG maybe like teasing it. a dunk contest appearance. Yeah. yeah. That, that train is So failed. that's what's happening in the Nuggets group chat. All right. I like it. Yeah. What other notes do we have from, from practice Should we today? share our group chat or should we leave that one private? <laughs> That's segment two. Okay. Um, KCP was talking about his finger today uh, that he's been dealing with. Doesn't sound like it's getting better, though. Uh, he said it feels worse today uh, than when Denver got back from the All-Star break, and he aggravated it a little bit versus the Wizards. Uh, so that's still something he's playing through for sure. Um 
And then my final note from practice, we talked with Reggie Jackson as well. And I asked him what his favorite part about being a part of the Nuggets is. You know, he's been here for over a year now, over 12 months. And he said how the Nuggets prepare. He said our preparation, you know, we're all just locked in for every game. We, we take it all so seriously. And he also said, I love how we don't skip steps. Come Man. on. Come on. Telling you guys. We're Reggie guys here at the show. Reggie hasn't even yeah, been here long enough to know he how knows, that would though, work, man. but he knows that it's a good line. What's the oldest of the Jokic era, the oldest callback that Reggie could have? Take that L, right? <laughs> Take that L on the way out would be great. If he somehow... Yeah. You know, some Celtics fans could come in here, Knicks fans come here, Lakers I, fans I mean, come I'd here. like to think that when somebody new comes to Denver, they just give them a quick like 10-minute yep. overview of just some go-to... Sayings. Like That's we, when we know we made it. Is when the next pander job is to DNVR Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. we like call a, it a munder. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> really excited to record a lot of munders. Uh, just play for each other. You know. Yeah, Mike. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't even ask you randomly. When I'm watching the Nuggets at home, I'm sitting there screaming, "Yeah, yeah Mike. Mike!" I'm always excited about a Murray flurry. And, you know, Aaron Gordon. It's like we all want to be Mr. Nugget. So to learn from him, <laughs> that yeah. would be incredible. That would be incredible. I mean, they, he should say that. He should. I like it. Well, there you go, Reggie, man. Now we're ready for you to start really making, getting some buckets. Yeah. Because that would actually help a lot. The Panther job is great. but uh. One other note that I wanted to bring up. <laughs> Nuggets are playing the Kings tomorrow, but they got a back-to-back against the Heat. And you, you know who's so on the Heat? Thomas Bryant. Man, this is the wildest thing, who's man. Getting a championship ring, but is suspended no. for this game. No. Yeah. When you're suspended for a game, honest question, do you know... Because you obviously can't be a part of the game. But can you be in the locker room? So, I do not think you can be on the court, obviously. Well, <laughs> you can't be on the sideline I don't think you or could anything be like that. I remember when Draymond Green got suspended for that playoff game in the finals, and he wasn't allowed to be in the arena. Do he had to go to baseball game. the game from the Oakland A's Coliseum next yeah. door. Um, but I, I believe they're trying to find a way to... Let him get his ring. Maybe, like, do a special thing. Let's do it here. The other thing. Can we do the presentation at the DNVR bar? Let's do it here. Dude, we should have him on for a watch along. That'd be fun. You think Thomas Bryant would do a game watch along? No. He's all cheering on the nugs. Like, oh, crap. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to show everyone my live reaction. He'd be like, oh, God, second unit's coming in. Hold on to your breath. (laughs) Hold your breath here. He's like, oh, I've always hated this guy. I can't believe they're playing him over me. Uh, you're right. That's not going to happen. Well, Thomas Bryant, we look forward to you getting to your ring in quiet mode, apparently. Uh, what a bummer, though. The NBA should step in. They should step in there. Unsuspend him might. for just this game? Yeah. Reallocate the suspension. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, I'm very excited to talk about this next one. Draymond Green. Very interesting things to say about Aaron Gordon. Obviously praised Jokic and KCP. Pope, all of those guys. We'll talk about that on the other side. I'm very excited to talk about this sponsor, Miller Lite. Hell yeah. yeah. It's always Miller time, guys. I'm so pumped for this, man. I I was gone when we had to make the announcement. I bought a shirt off Amazon. When this deal came through, I bought a shirt. Dude, they were handing out free Miller Lights and buckets. So, Oh, man, our watch party, yeah. Were, yeah. Multiples, too. I like. was just chilling, watching the game. Next thing I know, oh. somebody brings me a free Miller Lite. In Miller a koozie. In a Miller, Miller Lite koozie. A tall boy, too. Oh, yeah. Our bar rules, man. Uh, Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. 
uh, a light beer that tastes like beer. You know, a lot of light beers out there, they taste like water. They taste terrible. Miller Light, great tasting and also less filling. Only 96 calories. The original light beer since 1975. Uh, times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Light. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Light delivered right to your door, MillerLite.com slash DNVR. Go there. You can get it delivered to you no matter where you are. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories for 12 ounces. It is never ordinary with Bet365. I mean, ordinarily, we have a great time talking Bet365, placing bets. But they don't want any game, any moment, any, any single play to feel ordinary. They want them all to feel like the finals, and they can for you. With Bet365, no Nuggets game tonight. There is a Bet Super Boost. The Houston Rockets at OKC Thunder. Now, we want the Thunder to lose this game, but you could do an emotional hedge job here. Mm. Root for the Rockets while betting just in case that the Thunder win and SGA post 30-plus points. Those two things seem to happen hand-in-hand. That's minus 120, but it's boosted to 150 at Bet365, where it's never ordinary. Download the app. Use uh, promo code DNVR. When you sign up, you have to be 21 or older and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. And that's code DNVR365, by the way. DNVR365. We back? We're back. Guys, the Draymond Green podcast. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say, you guys know this. I've always enjoyed Draymond Green. I, you, you, His antics. I, I think I'm, I think this is a personality trait that I... It's like natural for me to separate the art and the artist. Yeah. You know, like for me, some people are very bothered by that, especially in today's day and age, I feel. But for me, I always can like look at a thing and say, no, like this is the thing. Draymond has really good insights on his show. He says some really dumb things on his show. He has like gems hidden in a pile of trash and him as a person can, you know, be an incredible defensive player with all kinds of antics and stuff surrounding it that poison the well for a lot of people. Yeah. But I've always thought that he had good insights when he wants to and when he like allows himself to because he does have like some ego stuff with people that make him very biased. He loves Yoke, man. Mm. He's loved Yoke for a long time. I think he especially started to like him in 2022 when they went head to head. And he, even though it was a five game series, he's the one person on earth that was like, yeah, that was a tough series, man. That dude was great. But the other night, Jokic gave him 32, 16, 16, and four. Gave him hell out of him. And more than anyone, Draymond Green knows that you did nothing positive if a guy you're guarding gave you 32, 16, 16, and 4. And he had this to say on his podcast. 32, 16, 16 gave me complete hell tonight. I've had my fair share of good matchups against Joker. I've given him a little bit of hell on some nights, but he gave me total and complete hell tonight. I had absolutely no answers. We just start about that. Let's just start with this. It is hilarious that Draymond Green has a podcast and he has to get his ass kicked and then go immediately He's record just about it. in the loser's lounge. Right. He had to do his own Which, by the way, lounge. Bill Simmons didn't even lounge. have to do after the Nuggets beat the Celtics. Right. Draymond has to do it after yeah. being in the game. Uh, so yeah. I, think, I think my first note is just that it's hilarious and kudos to him for being able to go. And he says, I love this line, so I'm just going to laugh about it because either you laugh or you cry. That was a bar. That is a bar, and also as somebody I can't remember, so I apologize. I retweeted it, but I don't remember who had said it. It is fitting that that's the Joker line. I used to think my oh. life was a, a tragedy. Now I realize it's a comedy. Draymond was literally saying this after getting completely wrecked by Jokic. That's what getting wrecked by Jokic does to you. 
I thought it was a tragedy. <laughs> now I realize. Yeah. Um, I, I do agree, though, that I think that um, a lot of the respect Draymond has is because of that five-game series. Yep. Because if you remember what happened in that series, like the Warriors won games one and two in such convincing fashion. Most of it was because Jordan Poole played the best two games of his life and will ever play. Um, but, you know, Draymond's physicality, it was definitely a storyline with Jokic, with Aaron Gordon. And then as that series went on, Nikola Jokic figured out Draymond Green and the Warriors. And I remember at the time we were all thinking, man, if this was a best of 13, you know, a best of like 18, right. maybe the Nuggets actually win because it did seem like they were figuring out the Warriors. And Nikola Jokic, by the end of that series, couldn't be stopped. Um I think that's, like, the main reason why, like, Jokic became one of those guys to Draymond. Um, and even if you think about Jokic now, he's such a better player than he was in that series, too. And I think the other part of this, and we're going to get to the Aaron Gordon piece, Draymond in playoff series tries to stir the pot. One of his advantages, I think Draymond plays better when he hypes himself up. There's a thin line where he crosses that and then it, it ruins himself. But I think he hypes himself up, talks trash, and it gets him going. And I think it wrecks other people. And I think yeah. that was a game where or that was a series where he's even said on a free on a different podcast, he said like he's not bothered by anything you say or do. He doesn't it doesn't affect him. And I think that series was probably one of them where they were up big, two blowouts. I'm sure he was saying some nasty stuff to Joker, and Joker's like, you know what, I'm still punching, man. And I think he gained respect. So I like that. Then this is the part I really love. Love this point. He is in incredible shape, man. Y'all should have saw him, this man, run the floor. I had to turn on my burners a little, and he was just going, man. It wasn't like he got tired. I've got a lot of respect for Joker. Always have. Love the way he goes about his business. The running part, there's so many underrated things about Jokic. So many. His toughness is very near the top of the list. He's one of the toughest dudes. Again, Draymond has given him that said he's, he's on his all-tough team. But number two is that toughness is also the conditioning. I don't know if Yoke's in better shape than everyone else, although I'll bet he is. I'll bet he's in top shape relative to even other centers. But I think that some of, of being in shape is just what do you do when you're dog-tired? What do you do? And Yoke just keeps going because he's so freaking tough that he just pushes through it. And I think that's what Draymond was hinting at is like, dude, play against him. It's tough on you. Because you have to, like, that voice in your head has to say, keep going. And so many big men are tasked with doing two to three things. Fight like hell on the boards. You know, protect the rim like a madman, right? Yeah. And so these are effort things where you're constantly expending energy. And we've talked about this in the past with Jokic's economy of movement. Different role than most centers, especially as, a, as this, this top option. So in some ways he's expending less energy in the half court on defense than some of these other centers. He's not jumping for everything. He's not trying to block every layup, but while you're doing that and you've got yourself tired, he's running you. He's running you in every possession. Um, even after makes, it's not just transition. He's always running the floor. And to me, this is the best way that you can tell if Jokic really, really, really wants to win a game. Mm. I think we can ex exaggerate and overstate how little he cares about X, Y. But the games where he goes, we need to look like the Nuggets today and we can't drop this one. This is what he does. And this is what he did to Anthony Davis in that sweep. That dude, there are a million screenshots of Davis looking and going, holy shit, are we running again? Again. And again, this was the guy whose first criticism was that he wasn't in good enough shape to play in the NBA. He runs these dudes, and it might be his secret weapon. I was just going to bring up the Lakers series. <laughs> like, if I think of, you know, an image or what really comes to mind from that series, it's 
like obviously a couple individual plays, you know, Jokic's threes, etc. Anthony Davis's facial expression right, after those right. threes, but it's also just Yoke running the floor and Anthony Davis trailing him. <laughs> That's that was a huge part of that Nuggets series, man. Like the Nuggets were in such better shape, they pushed the pace, and Nikola Jokic dragged Anthony Davis up and down the floor in that yep. series. And he does that. He did that to Bam Adebayo in the finals. He's done that to other bigs in the playoffs before. And I agree. It's one of his ultimate underrated qualities, how good a shape he is and how he can just keep going and going and going. Yeah. It absolutely is. Jokic would be incredible at chess boxing. If you could describe Jokic. What's that? You've never heard of chess boxing? I've never heard of chess boxing. Kale? Chess so boxing? I had a friend in college that was like one of the top five chess boxers in America. Like, that's true? Yeah, yeah, no, you didn't. Real, no, I really did. His name's Kevin. He There's also five the people that do chess boxing? Yeah, he like went to Indonesia or someplace in the yeah. like, in- Indonesia, there. you know, they, have, like, they turn out chess bo- <laughs> no, uh, like, boxers literally, like, like we were crazy. all following it, like yeah. tuning into streams in the middle of the night watching Kevin chess box. So what it is is you play chess like I actually maybe you could just, you play chess a little bit and then you box for yeah, like a full like, round of boxing like rounds so you yeah. like you literally like play chess and like in have between to like the rounds. move counter moves and like you get like and like it's like a score thing and you literally box each other in between rounds can, it's can this a be a, wild so sport. it's like a round of boxing a round of chess a round of bo- like you, you go back and forth and the point is we should create pod boxing podcast <laughs> and then you just box each other oh. Um, but so we, but if you think about it, like chess is a very thing you think about a game. Boxing is very much like an endurance and, 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 and physical game. Yeah. So the mix of the two is like, you're going to be a way worse chess player in the middle of a boxing match, but that's, that's yoke. Crazy. Yoke is at all time right. playing both chest and boxing. Yeah. Uh, dude, that's a gr- actually a great, it's actually a great, I metaphor. didn't think you were going to land that plane, but, uh, yeah. The yeah. more interesting comments from Draymond though, we knew he liked yoke. He's had a love affair with yoke going on a couple years now. Aaron Gordon, this was more interesting and to me. And what we've suspected on this show. What we have talked about on this very show. He says, Aaron Gordon is still playing great basketball. Aaron Gro- Gordon has grown so much since that playoff series. The player that he is today is so much different and better and more physical than he was then. Mm-hmm. And you get into the playoffs sometimes, and the physicality will shock you. And I think it shocked him in 2022. Well... Some people get shocked and they never recover, but those who do recover get better, and Aaron Gordon is part of that group. He is physical as hell. They won a championship in large part due to what he brought to the team last year, and he's still bringing it. Fellas, Wind in particular, you remember that series. And oh, yeah. Draymond Green, like, talk about trash talk. That guy will cross the line. Like, that, he is, is – Kevin Garnett was the same way. If he can make something about your character or you personally, like he's going to call you soft. He's going to say you're not about it. He was doing that to Aaron Gordon so much. He was going at him trying to break him. And I think that Draymond Green genuinely thought, that guy doesn't have it. I broke him. He's fragile. And if I see him again, I'll break him. And I think Aaron Gordon came out of that series going, I can't let this break me. I have to become better for it. And I love his note about becoming a more physical player. AG is one of the most physically, like if you had to guard a players in the league, he's like maybe sixth or seventh least you would want to go against because you're like, I'm going to end up bruised tonight. I thought that was the most interesting thing I've heard about the Nuggets all season. Yeah. And I think going back to that series, a lot of it was 
Draymond Green just leaving Aaron Gordon wide open from three. Yeah. And trash talking him. Yeah. Like as Aaron Gordon's getting the ball and getting ready to shoot a wide open three that he's not even guarding. And the first couple games of that series, it seemed like it definitely got to AG. And then by the end of it, it seemed like he rose above it. And then, of course, AG has the quote after the Nuggets lose in five that says, I got to become a smarter player. And it seems like that series kind of maybe charted his path forward with the Nuggets. But, yeah, I mean, now, like, now AG is as mentally strong as it gets, you know? Yep. Uh, Now he's, like, that dude for Denver. Tells you something about his character. You know what I mean? Like, guys that can get knocked out and get back up, man, that's something about who you are. Yeah. Right. You get the sense that Draymond was not surprised to see these guys go on and get better and go back and win a title. No, I think he was surprised with Aaron Gordon. Well, I'm saying saying by the time, like, he went through that series, and then he saw how they responded. And I think now he's able to see clearly, like, what makes them a great team. He called them a great team in this same podcast clip. But I, I think it's also about the Denver Nuggets in general. Do you remember pre-title? More specifically, everything leading up to the bubble, these guys are soft. Soft, yeah. Everyone wanted to play the Nuggets. Everyone wanted to be the team that exposed them in the playoffs right. and broke them in the playoffs. And Draymond went mm-hmm. for that. Uh, different Nuggets, but this this core, right? And uh, he ultimately fell, fell short. And, or, or he, they ultimately overcame it. And... That's championship stuff, and I don't think anyone thinks that about the Nuggets anymore. Yeah. I don't think anyone's like, we're going to go in there and push them around, or if we throw our best punch, they're going to fold. It's the opposite. It's a measuring stick game every time, and everyone expects them to respond. I'm going to st- not stick the landing on this one. Cool. <laughs> do you guys remember Gangs of New York? You ever see it? Scorsese? Yeah, yeah of course. Of yeah, yeah. Bill Butcher, do you remember when he's giving the story about the finest ass beating he ever took? Yeah. yeah. And he's talking about how the guy let him go, and he resented him for like having pity on him. Yeah. And so he later came back and killed him. Yeah. Like, that's Eric Gordon. You know, <laughs> like, Draymond completely owned him. Right. Humiliated him, but didn't kill him. And Aaron Gordon came back, and now, yeah. you know, now he it's given is, it to him. He's Maybe not. He did stick the landing. He's Gigs not Draymond, but he is c- closer to cut from that cloth than anyone would have thought, you know, prior yeah. to that series. Um, and then lastly, he had some nice things to say about KCP. He said, you screen Pope, and he, there are screen magnets in the league. I love the screen, screen magnets. Magnet. Screen magnets means somebody says screen on you and they just run into the screen. Heck, Michael Porter's a bit of a screen, bit of a magnet. screen magnet. He said a screen. You think and he a just seven footer with three back surgeries yeah. is a screen magnet. The, the Nuggets have the some screen magnets. Yeah. Yeah. Pope is kind of the opposite. Number one, he's hard to screen. Number two, if you screen him, even if you hold the screen, which I love, Draymond. <laughs> even if you hold the screen, he doesn't just die and stand <laughs> there. Draymond's mind. Is he's like, like even if you just wrap him up and grab his jersey, like he still keeps going. Even if you knee him in the groin. He doesn't just die and stand there. I thought he did a good job. I thought they did a good job with their coverage. I like that one. It's something we've always said about him. But I love Draymond calling him out. That's a very important trait that he has. Not that he's a good defender, blanket statement. He's good at a very specific skill. And Draymond, being the one that's going to be setting the most screens, he's like, yeah, that guy freaking sucks to screen. Did Draymond just watch our show and then do his show? What do you think? Maybe. Maybe. Yo, KCP's got to be on one of the all-defense teams this year, right? Do you think he will be? No, be. but he absolutely should make it. We got to step up our game, man. I know. It's like our job. I, I, it is weird to say. I'm not trying to sound like more important or you know self-important or whatever, but it is true, man. Good. This is why like there should be a better synergy. Play media relations or, or public relations really is about like working with the media and uh, yeah. a mutual respect. He should. 
And I really do think locally there has to be a, a good, you know, sounding the alarm here. Yeah. I think he it. deserves it. I would feel very genuine making that push. Um, he's, oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not trying to make a crazy push over here. Um, all right, let's take a break. On the other side, we enjoyed Draymond talking about Jokic. We enjoyed that the other day. But who are our five favorite people that we enjoy to talk about Jokic? When you mm. hear so-and-so did a show or had a comment or did an interview on Jokic, who makes you the most excited? Tell us in the chat. We're going to get to that on the other side. Guys, if you're looking for something to do in Denver with the fam, with the fellas, whoever it might be, check out Infinity Park in Glendale. It's where the American Raptors play, and uh, their season is just starting up. You can catch all their games at Infinity Park in Glendale. They embark on a six-game homestand starting Sunday, March 17th. Tickets are 10 bucks. Bring your friends and family to Infinity Park. Spend your Sundays at Rugby Town, USA. If you want more info, you can go to AmericanRaptors.com. Uh, they got information there on the team and how to purchase your tickets online. We're also having a watch party for their game on March 1st, 4 p.m. Giveaways, VIP ticket raffle for the March 17th home opener, and much, much more. Uh, but Infinity Park, Glendale, Colorado, Cherry Creek, great spot to watch all your American Raptors games. Yeah, tickets are 10 bucks. Season's coming up soon. Man, watching rugby, which I do rarely, I'm not trying to pretend, uh, is humbling. Like, dude, I'm just not. I'm a soft person. Those dudes are unbelievable. But you don't have to be a rugby player to... This is going to be a rough transition. You guys ready? You guys don't need to be a rugby player to own a home. <laughs> a lot of us are struggling to keep up with everyday bills. Everything is still really expensive. Homeowners, if you have a way out of this credit card spiral... Uh, you do have one, actually, through American Financing. If you own a home, I want you to call our friends at American Financing. Tell them DNVR sent you. Why should you go? Because it's it's sweet to save money, and they are saving their customers plenty. In fact, they're saving them an average of $854 a month. That's a lot. By tapping into their home's equity and wiping out high-interest credit card debt, mortgage rates are now in the fives, lower than they've been in a long time, and last year, interest rates were much higher than they are today. So call American Financing, and if you do call today, you might be able to delay two mortgage payments. Call today. Tell them DNVR sent you at 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net slash DNVR. NMLS 182334, NMLS APR for rates in the five start at 6.799% for well-qualified borrowers. Call 303-695-7000 for details about credit costs and terms. So, I'm, it hasn't been like shared or anything, but I'm told it's out. I was on with Zach Lowe today. Oh. And on there, I know, I know. I'm just and on there, okay. I said paper, rock, scissors. Yeah. What do you guys say? Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, I think it could be said either way. No, you're, no, wrong. you're, no, you're, you're wrong. wrong. I actually Googled it. Very common for people to say it my way. Really? I was Because I, I was like, man, I've always grown up saying it this way. I'm telling you, I, you know, Jalen Rose does cultural or regional. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah. that. I'm not sure which one this is. <laughs> I'm not sure which one this was, but paper, rock, scissors. I mean, I, I grew up here. It's definitely rock, paper, scissors. So you're saying cultural then. No, I think rock, paper, That's scissors the is the one. <laughs> Point win. Is that, um, is that episode out though? Jokes aside, I like you on the list. I mean, regional would be, out, but you know, I have soda versus pop. Yeah, what do yeah. you say? Soda. I say I say pop. So what do you know? And my dad used to. Damn, work for we are. I'm, I'm telling. Maybe you. it's cultural. Yeah, no, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get you over here. I mean, I went to Boulder once when I was a kid. All right. Did you uh, like it? Yeah, it looked like heaven. Um, all right. We enjoy certain people breaking down Jokic. 
talking. <laughs> you're just gonna throw it up there. Bet three six five. Never ordinary. <laughs> Kale's like, let's let's move quicker. Good Adam. job, Kale. All right, never ordinary. Top five. Our top five people that we enjoy when we see that they are going to be talking nuggets. Kendrick Perkins. Put him up number one. Three? Number five. Only wow. if it's racial. I always forget this list. Throwback a little because I haven't even seen. Is Jalen Rose still in media? No. Is he not? He's kind of not. I feel like he's not at the moment. I haven't seen him, but back in the day, Jalen Rose was one of the very, 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 very first Jokic adopters. I agree. And early on, you know, when there's somebody that's like, I like Yoke, but then this was Ryan Konigsberg, our, our colleague. He had the, the line about now there is praise that's actually an insult. Like if you call Jokic one of the best passing big men of all time, it's actually an insult. Yeah. He's the best passing big. Jalen Rose wasn't like that. Jalen Rose was early in actually seeing exactly what it was right. about Jokic. Like he wasn't just saying, "Oh, he's got a good passing." He really understood Joker's game. And early on, I used to always love whenever he talked Jokic. Dude, Jalen and Jacoby were one of my first go-to like Jokic Nuggets stretch mark five glory vibes here. So yeah, stretch mark five. Which, <laughs> and by the way, at the time, like obviously that stuff is all exhausted now. The yeah. how over, but at the time it was Queen at one point. It, it was. It was kind of funny and charming, and they were the first people to to sort of do it without being entirely condescending. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I love Jalen, but he's kind of gone. So I don't know yeah, where he's he is. Faded. I'd love to hear his takes though on Yoke lately. Man. I mean. <laughs> One of the last things we've seen from Jalen Rose is him and Lil Wayne talking about Jokic that, that's, at the finals. Oh, that's another that's great so one. Yeah. That's another great one. You're right, man. So he has some iconic ones. All right, number four. Who are we getting into? Number four. The Inside the NBA crew. I, love I this like one. this one. Chuck and Shaq. We couldn't just the pick between Jokic Chuck and respecters. Shaq. Those guys. Now, it wasn't always the case. There was a hump they had to get over. But now... Again, Shaq has only... Uh-oh, what happened? Uh, <laughs> Shaq has only ever said nice things about, like, three centers ever. You know what? Yeah. All the best centers since his era, he won't say anything nice yeah. about. You got to be at a certain level to get Shaq's praise like that. And that level's insane. Yeah. Like, it's like you almost have to be better than Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> they also... They're, them coming around on Jokic gave a sort of more casual national level of street cred to the Jokic thing, yeah. which was dismissed in the early days yep. as this analytic spreadsheet boy, right. almost fetish kind of thing, yeah. you know? And, you know, I've never, I don't look at numbers. Jokic was always the ultimate eye test guy. You're either watching or you're not. But in the beginning, he became this poster boy for this weird sort of war of like how to watch basketball and how to appreciate it. Yeah. When Shaq and, and Chuck were like, this guy is one of them, I think that that maybe changed the conversation a little bit or helped break down some of those doors. It, it did because Yoke was, you know, the all-analytics guy, all-analytics right. first team. And then, you know, as people started watching him more, as his game evolved, he became the best post-up player in the NBA too. Yeah. And that, to me, is when he really got the respect mm -hmm. of, a Shaq, yeah. Because Shaq's thing is, is always when he's talking about big men, it's just, oh, you got to get your ass in the post, right? Right. Well, right. Jokic gets his ass in the post and abuses anybody down there. Yeah. Uh, so that's when I feel like he gained the ultimate respect of those guys. Yeah. And I remember my first time that Shaq really paid attention to Yoke. Do you guys remember? I think it was, 
I can't remember. It was an over-the-head pass, and it was the one to Will Barton against the Lakers. Yeah. Do you remember? He catches yeah. it to go like that, and Shaq was telling a story, and he stops in the middle. He's like, I like this big man. Oh, That's yeah. a true big man right here. Yeah. You know. And I just remember at that moment, I was like, dude, just Shaq is going to love this dude. He's going to love him because you're right. He's not just perimeter-oriented. He's everything, and I think Shaq sees that. He sees a lot of bigs. By the way, Akeem Olajuwon doesn't ever talk about Yoke, but he has some of my favorite praising Jokic things when he did the interview. The and best he, quote ever. That, well, that he's the he's one. The he's one. the one. That's the coolest Dude, quote we got to get Akeem on record talking. We got Bird, although it was a little unsatisfying to me. The best thing that Bird did was the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Yeah. And I love, you know, the other thing I, I love about Bird, his first reaction was, I would have loved to play against that guy. I know. Right. I loved with him. Him. Not with him. Against him. I loved it. That man. actually was, that was one of my first, that was, I might be becoming a boomer because he yeah. said that and I was like, oh, I miss, yeah. I miss the old days. He did later say he'd be fun to play with, mm-hmm. with, you know, so, but you can read into that what you will. The reason I hated it was you got Larry Bird. He never goes on record. And they were like, Let's rapid fire this. And I'm like, no, don't rapid fire. Jokic is the reincarnation yeah, like, of Larry Bird. Let somebody this give, cook. Can somebody do a quick follow up here? Yeah, can we get a follow up? <laughs> They're like, let's move on quickly now. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, killed me, man. I actually, I'm happy I got it. I'm not going to complain, but I am unsatisfied. I got like a little taste a little of a delicious mo- uh, meal. And it I was, was like, kind of a generic answer. It kind of, you're right. If you just type it out, could have been anyone. I don't know how. Larry Bird, I think, is an off-record guy, not an on-the-record guy. You're right. You know, I think you're right. Got to get a couple beers in with Larry. <laughs> I think he would oblige. Yep. Uh, what else we got? Number three, Bill Simmons. I remain the biggest Bill Simmons fan. He's still to this day my favorite media personality. I think he's still my got idol. He still, oh, still got it. The world's gone full circle and like hating and liking different types of things. But I sit there and I go, when Bill Simmons is going to do a Jokic segment, I'm like. I'll be laying in bed, and I'll be like, "Sorry, I'm tur- I'm listening to this one. We're not going to bed yet. I got this. 45 minutes of a Nuggets pot. I'm listening to Bill. Yeah, I love Bill. He really. It's not just that he's funny and interesting, and he has all that. He also, like we said with Jalen Rose, he gets yoke on this deep level. He doesn't just get the surface level stuff. He gets it all, and I love that. Well, and I mean, he was one of the people to usher in the Larry Bird comps. Oh, that's so true. Mm. God, those comps have aged really well too. One of my proudest moments and all, it's so dumb. Like, you know how it is, you have idols and you're like, what are we doing? But he, he, I wrote that article one time when he, he said something about, he wrote something about the Nuggets and I wrote the Bill Simmons hates the Denver Nuggets tongue in cheek piece. And he quote tweeted it with like nodding all along, but they were all the hot takes. It was like, it, the article was basically hot box and hot takes rebranded as this Bill Simmons like hit piece. And he, ret- he retweeted it. And I'm telling you, it accepted him because since then he's adopted all of those takes. Wait, what? What made us say that Bill Simmons hates the Nuggets? I can't remember. I, it was Fraud City. It was Fraud City, and he was talking about – it was 2019, I believe, going getting ready to go to the playoffs, and he was talking about their, uh, you know, yeah. they're going to get mm. beat or something like this. He was my first favorite, I agree, especially in – in with the way media has gone since yeah. he started doing his thing, like he's yeah. uh, he's he's sort of dominated this space that I tapped into growing up. And to go from that to now, for me, even to this day, if the Nuggets play well and there's a Simmons pod, 
I cannot press play mm. fast enough. It's the and best. I, the biggest disappointment of the season is that that Celtics game happened on a Friday and that the week shows were already done and he didn't have to do <laughs> one because he loves the Nuggets and I, I love listening to him gush. You ever know you do those personality tests to see if you're like compatible with a person or something, you know, like compatibility tests? Mine would only have two questions. It's like, do you like Bill Simmons or do you hate Bill Simmons? Do you hate inside the NBA? Because they were like in vogue to hate on for a while. Sure, and I'm yeah. always like... You can't. You gotta enjoy life, man. These guys are hilarious. All right, what else do we have? Number two, Bill Walton. Who else was it gonna be? It was really the inspiration for this list, if we're being honest. Out there, did an interview with Bennett Durando on the uh, of the Denver Post. It was a very good interview. You can just like put a microphone in front of Bill Walton and say, "Talk, talk about Nikola Jokic." It did be like, "Oh, he's gonna give you the weird." He uses the funniest metaphors. Yeah, he is clearly like Yoke. He sees Yoke and all the things I. Bill Walton, we get one a year. One a year, we get Bill Walton on Jokic, and every year it's a banger. And also, it seems like it's not that Bill Walton just talked about Jokic at uh, the All-Star game to Bennett, but it was that it seems like Jokic and Walton also chatted like one-on-one for a while. That would be a great conversation that we fly on the wall for. I love that Jokic has the approval of the group. The old-timers hate everyone. Except him. Akeem, Duncan, Shaq, I'm telling Bill you, man, Walton, they all love he, him. Nicole Jokic doesn't care about the NBA in you right. know, 2024. Like, just like all those old-timers are annoyed by some of the stuff that yeah. goes on, too. Yeah. And he's just an old-school guy who's about the right things, and they respect that. Yeah. Number one... What do we have? Who was like earliest oh, on the this? Oh, yeah. Who was earlier on the Nuggets than the DNVR Nuggets? Of course, we had to give ourselves. We're so good at talking about Jokic. We're the best at it, baby. I, this is what we do. Talked about Jokic more than I have any other person thing or, or you know, yeah. anything. Inc- including myself yeah. in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, we are going to talk about this Clippers rebrand as we wrap up. Uh, guys, if you go into thedmvr.com right now, you'll probably see we're having a sale. Massive, massive sale. 30% off a lot of the newest shirts that we've dropped on there. Um, Great deals. This is going on through Wednesday, but you know, while supplies last, I'm just looking at some of the shirts right now. Not a ton in stock, so you got to get on here quick uh, if you want to pick up some of these. Um, winning is fun, losing sucks. 30% off that. You can get some of the Nuggets Championship merch as well. 30% off as well. Go to thednvr.com. Go to the locker. 30% off. I don't believe the Swatson shirts are that, but you can get them at the DNVR locker until tomorrow. So get on this quick. DNVR locker. That's where you got to go. So many great uh, shirts on there. Awesome merch for all the Denver sports teams. So uh, get on that while you can. Fubo TV is the answer to the question you've been asking yourself. How do I watch the most Colorado sports in one place for the lowest price? Fubo is happy to step up and answer that question for you. 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news stream live TV from any device. You get a thousand hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. Watch your local teams, baby. Watch uh, all your local teams at least more of them than you can anywhere else for the best price with Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. So the Clippers have rebranded. 
You knew it was coming. They needed it. But they mixed results, I would say. Mixed results. Let's pull up the images first here as we look at their logos. Um, I for, I'm going to start with that. This is hilarious because this is a total segment for D-Line. But you know what? D-Line left us for... He left us. That's what you get. He left That's us. That's like when I leave and Mike drops 30. That's what you get, dude. You guys know where that movie's from? He left us. He left uh, us. Did he win? Gangs of New York. And that's not what I'm going to do. No. C- comment will tell you. Comment section will pick up on it. What I like, though, about this is the colors. The red, white, and blue, obviously iconic. But I like the shade of blue they picked here. And I like the shade of red they picked. I know that's a weird thing. But as I've said before, super color noticer. I like these colors, first and foremost, and I like the script. I think the script is good. Yeah, it's it's good. It's it's good. It's it's not terrible. But the logo definitely looks like the logo for like Norwegian what is the what is the what is the one like Carnival Norwegian cruises, cruises or something. Carnival, not Carnival. It looks like Norwegian cruises or something. It looks yeah. like a cruise ship. What's the difference real quick? What's the difference between a Carnival cruise ship and a Norwegian cruise ship? Carnival, is, I think, is like the like lower, the cheaper one. Oh, okay. Did you not know this? <laughs> I've never been on one, but I think that I only know it from a meme when people are like, they'll show uh, photos of like a Carnival cruise and it'll be like completely trash. Honestly, cruise ships are my hot air balloons for dev. They seem terrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I've ever actually seen one. You've never seen a cruise ship? Yeah. Like a picture of one? Well, I mean, I've seen a picture of one. Oh, yeah. But. I don't, think, I don't terri- think they're for you, man. They I don't sound, think they're they for you. They sound terrible to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a cruise guy either. Yeah, I've never been. Uh, but some people are. Let them have their fun. But okay, I do yeah. agree with you. That does not look like a clipper. Well, so here's what's happening. That is a clipper, like, sail ship, I think, in the that, middle. That is what it is. And You're then, right. Those are sails. And then there's a compass kind yeah, of overlaid really over it. it up. Which makes it look kind of like a broader cruise deal. Yeah. But I think that's a compass. You're right. And if you see how the N of Los Angeles lines up at the top, like Northwood on a compass. I like that oh, detail. that's kind of cool. That's yeah. a good detail. I could do without the C. Now, here's the problem. They just messed up the ship is the problem. Yeah, I think they wanted to have the Northwest it thing. Looks they looks too, to like, destroyer, it. like, battleship-esque. <laughs> it totally does. You know? Um, Instead of, like, oh, that's a sailing boat. Here's a, here's an interesting philosophical question. Is it go dead again? Oh, man. It's because we're so All right, there you go. right now. Um, here's the thing. I think Clippers, as a name, is actually kind of cool. In that it comes, it originates from the ABA, and the ABA had these like eccentric names to them that were very like, and I and I like that. I hate that they're. I hate when names don't Utah Jazz. What does that mean? You know, Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, cool. I like when names are regional and they mean something. The problem is the Clippers have always sucked, and there is now a baggage on the name Clippers that can never be lost. So I think it's the perfect name for the team, but unfortunately they. If you're going to rebrand to me, I just always thought, and if you want to be L.A., you should have always just rebranded something, the, the name, and started from there. See, I don't think you can change the name. It, Why? Because it always goes poorly when you change the name. It's just like the Clippers are a fine name. Yeah, they've, they're associated with losing, but it's a cool name. It's unique. It's just like, what are you going to change it to? The Commanders? Like... <laughs> Nice. They, the Los they, Angeles they are, basketball They team. are the commanders of the NBA. Totally. Uh, like racist owner that they got out of there. <laughs> I like That's the, right that they overthrew. I like the red jersey a lot real quick. I actually I, think the Clippers having a, an actual red base jersey is cool. I actually think these are cool, man. I, I actually think the look of them is good. On, on the whole, I think they feel good. 
Yeah. The one my favorite part about the rebrand was that LA logo they have. By the way, did anybody get the trivia in the comment section? That there? LA logo is kind of sick. No one got it. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I like it, man. I like it. I do think the Clippers were due for a rebrand. I think it makes sense. Probably, I probably would have done it like as soon as. Well, they're doing it with the arena, so that makes a ton yeah, of sense. Yeah, they're moving into the dome next year with that wall of diehard fans. That's right, and all the toilets. Oh uh, no, yeah, I just a people. boatload of toilets. A handful of people got it. it was Jurassic Park, guys. Always guess Jurassic uh, Park. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Always Park. guess Jurassic Park. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I think it's kind of cool. It makes the Clippers as cool as possible, which is not that cool. It does suck. I hate when the – I don't know why, but I, I hate the Clippers, and I don't feel good when they get good things. And I don't, I don't know why because you would think I would hate all the other teams in the West more. I don't feel any, like, fear or anything about them. But for something about the Clippers, I think it's Balmer. I don't like Balmer. I just don't feel any way about the Clippers. I don't hate them. Yeah. I obviously don't like them. Huh. They're just the Clippers. To me, they were just the, 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 it stinks because that market has had not that, that fan base, yeah. excuse me, has had nothing. And it's not like they shouldn't be lumped in with the other. It's not like they're the Lakers in terms of all the stuff that all the benefits they've gotten to reap from being in LA. But there was something so soulless about the battle of LA stuff directly juxtaposed with what teams like Denver were building. It's just the Clippers had that great young core and all this culture, and they gutted it. Seemingly wise decision yeah. to build this soulless super team that has yet to win anything. So for me, it's it's hard to root for them. I will say I think that this rebrand does look more regal than before, and that's kind of cool. I mean, regal is so in these days. I will yeah. say the teams that need to rebrand the most now – I still think the Thunder have the weirdest looking colors and their logo is lame and they just they look like a fake NBA team. Yeah, I, they, I, they do look just like a 2K generated NBA team. And they look like a NASCAR sponsor. Yeah, I mean, NASCAR I don't know what sponsor. That means, but. The Houston Rockets are just so bland and boring and lame. I think they could use a rebrand. And then I think the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Cavs are in the part where they have rebranded too much lately. <laughs> look at this Eric comment. Yeah. I knew this was minus 700, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> no, you knew it was going to bother him. Hey, you left for like two weeks, man. We could not talk about it. We held on to it for as long as we could. Um, the Cavs are the other team to me that I like. Their logos and stuff always look weird to me. I almost they're like the one NBA team when I see their logo. Sometimes I'm like, who is that? Oh yeah, the Cavs. Yeah, yeah. Cavs stuff. The Cavs branding has always bored me. Like it, it just uninspiring. Yeah. You know who has just a terrible brand is the Wizards. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the true. Magic. Yeah, the Magic too could rebrand up. Really, yeah, but, but how can you rebrand the Magic? It's if they're the Magic, it's going to be. I laid. also feel like they've tried a few times and. No, but I'm saying they're going to, unless you change the name from Magic, right, they're yeah, just yeah, always yeah. going to be lame. Yeah, That's all you can do with it. All right, hit that outro music, Cal. That does it for today. We got a game tomorrow, fellas. Nice. Sacramento Kings should be a banger. Nuggets owe revenge. Very curious. Last game, good win, man. Impressive win, and everybody's talking about the Nuggets. Tomorrow, that one would be another statement win if you get a good one there. And in particular, remember Vlatko said he used to try to motivate him? I hope Vlatko's on the phone with him tonight like, Man, Sponis is so good. He always has good games against man, us, I was man. just looking at the triple-double leaderboard. He, Sabonis yeah. is in the lead. I don't know if you saw this. Have you seen his, really well. have you seen Sabonis' stats the last, like, ten times he's played against us? That's crazy. It's crazy, man. I hope that that is... Uh, what if that was the secret sauce the whole time was Vlako begging Jokic into all-time greatness? He was gone right before the All-Star break. Three losses, you know? So, yeah. who knows? Uh, everybody, I'm going uh, to send you guys a, a text tonight. 
Yeah, just get make, us motivated. Making sure we're all Woo! locked in. For I love you it. Know man. what time it is. Everybody, do us a favor. Throw us a like on the way out. We'll see you tomorrow.